Alright, welcome to episode 8, Fighter Pilot Professor. I am your host, Meta. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Russia-Ukraine war. And uh, how do you know if it's time to give up on something? Hope you enjoy. So today's question about Russia and Ukraine comes to me from a friend of mine named Rick and he just is curious like what's going on why are the Russians even in this place to begin with and I'll be frank you know I was kind of surprised when uh, the Russians decide to invade the Ukraine I personally thought that uh, that Putin and the Russians were going to get a lot of the things strategically speaking that they were interested in doing without actually having to fight the war but I was totally wrong so the it's a complicated thing, like a lot of things that involve international uh, politics. But um, there are kind of three big things that, that, from my opinion, tie Putin to wanting to start this war in the Ukraine. The first is his, well, frankly, an ego problem. And the second is uh, a holdover of the Soviet legacy of the Soviet Union. And then the third thing is, is this shared heritage as uh, as Putin sees it. So we'll take those in reverse order. So starting with the shared heritage, basically, and you know, this is the fun part about history is that people a lot of times use history and historical narratives, etc, to their political advantage. And uh, this is likely the case. So th there is some shared heritage between Russians and Ukrainians. And that shared heritage goes all the way back to the medieval period with a, a peoples called the Kievan Rus, who are this mashup of uh, m largely Nordic people and some Slavic people and other people groups that, in, that inhabited what is now Belarus, Ukraine, and parts of Western Russia. Through a, a long story uh, that we're not going to go into here, but the bottom line is in at the end of the uh, Mongolian – the Mongol conquest – and then uh, eventually the rise of the Russian czars. The Russian czar Alexander III or Alexander the Great uh, claims this, this Kievan Rus heritage and this Eastern European Orthodox Church as Russian heritage. And he kind of supplants himself as the new – the heir to the third Rome as he calls it. In other words, we're going to – Rome, Constantinople, and then eventually Moscow. And so this is sort of the tie that uh, Ivan uses and other Russian czars and rulers and all the way up to Putin now use to sort of tie together the Kievan Rus people who inhabited what was – what is now the Ukraine and the Russian people of modern times, if you will. So that's kind of the first thing. The second thing is the old Soviet – Control. So from the time of Ivan the Great until the fall of the Soviet Union, there was this sort of back and forth over Eastern Europe, Ukraine, Poland, Belarus, Latvia, etc. And at the end of World War II, obviously the Soviet Red Army occupies a vast stretch of Eastern Europe, essentially beginning in Berlin and going all the way through current day Russia and the Soviet Union at the time. So – this claim that the Soviet Union makes on the Ukraine, Belarus, and other Eastern European countries essentially holds still in the mind of a lot of Russians that like 
just because the Soviet Union fell apart doesn't mean that these territories aren't inherently Russian. And, and I think, frankly, uh, Putin believes that as well. And then finally, getting to the Putin ego part of this. An interesting thing about Putin, and I'm sure a lot of people know this, and if, but if you don't, here you go, a little bit of trivia, is that Putin was actually in Berlin when the Berlin Wall fell and when – as the Soviet Union came apart. And, and frankly, personally, and this is a, you know kind of one of the big times I'm going to throw my personal opinions on somebody else here, but uh, my personal opinion on this is this is deeply affecting to him. He sees the sort of system that he's grown up in as a KGB agent come apart. And he is in some ways trying to restore the greatness of what he understands to be Soviet Russia sort of at its height. Right? So that's, that's my own personal take on it. Um, and so there you go. That's why I think we're in this war between the, the Russians and the Ukraine as we are now approaching the, the end of the second year of that war. Hope that answers your question, Rick. Thanks for shooting it to me. So the next thing uh, Rick wanted to know, ironically, both of these questions come to me from, to, from Rick, is, uh, hey, when's it time to give up on something? And that's a tough question. You know, like how long is too long to pursue a dream? And, uh, and I'll say the fighter pilot standard answer is, well, it depends. Um, in case you're wondering, the fighter pilot standard answer to everything is it depends. And so in this case, it, it obviously depends. What do I mean is, well... It depends on whether or not your goal is a finite or an infinite goal. So if you're pursuing, for example, being an NBA basketball star or running in the Olympics or something like that, uh, your time to do that is frankly pretty finite, right? Like your physical peak run fast and jump high and do all of those things, eyesight, et cetera, you know, you kind of peak physically in your thirties, you know, more or less depending on the sport specifically. Right. So if your goal is a finite goal, right, at some point you're going to have to say, well, I am no longer able or no longer likely to achieve that goal because of X, Y, Z. Right. And that X, Y, Z might be, I'm not physically capable of doing it anymore. Um, uh, I have to find some way to provide for my family, to pay the bills, whatever that something is, right? I have another motivation that is overriding that goal in that finite amount of time, and I've now run out of time to pursue that goal, and I have to find something else. And that's just, you know, the way that it is sometimes. You know, not everybody can do everything. Some people are really good at flying airplanes, like me. I'm really good at flying airplanes. Some people are not, right? And it, it kind of doesn't matter how much how many attempts I give them uh, as an instructor to accomplish the task of learning to fly an airplane. They're just not ever going to get it, right? And so there's a finite amount of time and resources sometimes. Right? On the other hand, if your goal is infinite, right? So using the idea of maybe you don't want to compete in the Olympics as a marathon runner, but hey, maybe at some point in your life, you would like to be run a marathon, right? And the larger infinite goal in that pursuit is to have a healthy lifestyle, right? Exercise every day, get outside, get some sunshine, et cetera, et cetera. We've talked about this, like the benefits of this before. 
right? And so now my goal is infinite. I am pursuing a healthy lifestyle. And maybe you don't run your marathon when you're 20 or 30 or maybe you don't run until you're 70, right? People do this all the time. And so this infinite goal, I would say lifelong goal, right, uh, is never give up on those, right? There's, there's things that you can pursue for your whole life, right? You want to learn crochet. You want to learn to play the guitar. Uh, you want to learn to play chess, speak of another language, right? These are infinite goals that, that are not necessarily tied to something specific. And so I can pursue these for my whole life. And I should, just because I'm bad at it doesn't mean I, to give, I have to give up on it, right? It's, it's really more about the process of learning and improving that is better for you than actually achieving the goal in some cases, right? So that's what I'd say to you, Rick, is, hey, is it an infinite goal or is it a finite goal? And if it's an infinite goal, you pursue it in a healthy way in order to enrich your life, and you should never give up on it. Well, there you go. hope that helps, and uh, keep shooting me your questions. There we go. Thanks for shooting me your questions, Rick. I hope that helps you understand a little bit of how Russia and the Ukraine have come to be and uh, a little bit on knowing when it's time to give up goals or not give up goals. Right. And uh, on a side note, we're rapidly approaching the ability to do video podcasts. So coming at you hopefully pretty soon, we're going to have some video podcasts coming your way. Hope you enjoy. Keep shooting me your questions. Have a good one.